What's up? What's up, guys? We are live. Do, 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 do. Welcome to another episode of Underground STL Live, a show that brings you a street level view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep in the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and to my left is the man with the magic fingers pressing all those keys, the producer of our show, Booster. What's up, Booster? <laughs> I think T-Bone liked that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Underground STL Live. It is I, Booster, your friend. And uh, we're just here to have a good time tonight. Are you? Absolutely. Absolutely. You better be here to have a good time. And also, the man who is to my right who is here to have a good time is our special guest tonight, and that is T-Bone from Beyond FM, St. Louis's radio station playing nothing but local music, the best of everything STL. T-Bone, congratulations on getting uh, 4,000 likes on... Uh on Beyond FM, on thank Facebook, you. It took us man. two years, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling. I think we just we just got to four thousand followers too, so we're in the four thousand club together. You know, I'm kind of upset though. I did not get the master of fingers introduction, but that's you fine. got the ma- you got the master facial hair going on right now. Yeah. Now, now your facial hair. For those of you that are listening to this, he has pink facial hair right now. Was that a statement? Was that well, it's like pink a, in, it's pink on the side, purple in the middle. Pink on the side, purple in the middle. There you All go. Right, cool, cool, cool. Well, T-Bone will be joining us tonight, guys. We're going to have a great show for you. Uh, make sure if you are watching, comment down below on Facebook and YouTube because we will be jumping in the comment section, getting to you know everybody's opinions, everything like that. But first, we're going to start you off with our Would You Rather warm up. So if you are watching this, make sure you comment down below. Booster, T-Bone, would you guys rather go. be punched in the face by a pro boxer, no headgear or mouthpiece, punched in the face once by a pro boxer, or be bitten by a non-venomous snake in the leg? I think that's easy. I'll All take, right. I mean, I'll go ahead and take this one if you guys don't mind. Go, go for it, yeah. Obviously, the snake bite. You're going for I the snake I could die bike, if huh? a professional boxer hits me in the face with like no protection, no knowledge that the hit is coming. A non-venomous snake bite, I mean, you might get an infection, but if you pour some high, you know, hydrogen peroxide out on that baby right after that snake bites into you, okay. you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. Right. But, I mean, I mean that's going to that's gonna be like, you know, freaking... Well, then I could be like, look, I took a snake bite. Okay. I'm like Jake the Snake Edwards. I don't give a fuck. I think Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> took the yeah took the snake bite or whatever. T-Bone, yeah. what are you what are you doing? You doing snake bite? Oh, snake bite. Snake bite? Really? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we got we got Dara down below. She said snake in the leg. Uh, I feel like that's like a porno movie or something. See, like that. see, yeah, you should have yeah. made it really bad. Like said snake bite on the dick or something like that. Or like, well, not like all of our viewers of have a dick. All right, yeah. sensitive area of the armpits. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Ooh, like right here, like right underneath Ooh. your bicep, or like the where it just yeah. yeah, where it just sucks to. Uh, I guess I'll go snake bite too, because yeah, boxer, like you can get die, you could die. Get, you're gonna get For knocked sure. out by a pro boxer. Yeah, you know, uh, with a snake, with a snake bike. I don't know. I don't know how. Whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa! whoa. I, di- I didn't actually consider this. Uh, what weight division is this professional boxer in? He'd be in yours. It does matter. No, he'd be in yours. Like oh, whatever okay. weight class well, that you'd be in, he'd be in that weight class. Never that mind. Up. Yeah, I'm three hundred <laughs> fucking pounds, man. Fuck that. <laughs> fucking Mike say, Tyson. T Bone's got a T Bone's a little screwed there. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, if, if I mean, I'd take a punch in the face from a flyweight. Ooh, we got Hannah. We got Maybe. Hannah down below saying boxer. Okay. All right, Hannah. Hannah's saying boxer. Uh, Tough as nails yeah. there. Dara says chicks dig scars, bro. So yeah, I mean, I'd rather be. I'd rather have a scar on my leg than like half my face missing after. You a do kind of have to bring it up though me. in order to brag about it. You know what I mean? You, oh yeah, that one time I got snake. bit in the leg by a snake, and they'd be like, "You got bit in the leg." Yeah, here's my scar or whatever. You yeah, know? I think it can't that, really be like it's not obvious. It's not like like something like down the side of your face, right? You know, something that like someone's obvious. Like now, you're gonna you were, ask them if you're gonna get a, a punch in the face from somebody really well known boxer like Mike Tyson or something, just for the you know. I mean, yeah, it's gonna fucking hurt, but yeah, yeah. I got but punched still, in the face by know, Mike Tyson. I got punched in the face by Mike Tyson, yeah. and I that's a cool story too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. All right, so I think I think we're all going snake bite at this yeah. at this table, okay? And uh, I think most people online are, are it looks like are doing uh, are going with snake bite. So some logical yeah. people out there today. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, uh, we are we have a great show for you tonight. We are we got T Bone joining us. We are talking about the St. Louis Music Park uh, venue. That uh, that is that is opening up this summer. We are also talking about a chains of restaurants, well-known chains of restaurants that are in fear of closing. But first, we are going to have a word from our sponsors. 
<laughs> Booster. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. This is a... Hey, it's our first sponsor. Have you ever yearned for the nostalgia of forgetting your lunch in the elementary school and having to eat a bag of pretzels, a carton of milk, and today's sponsor? Dig into a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That intense combo of Skippy and Welch's that the gym teacher had to slap between two slices of Wonder Bread because the cafeteria lady had traffic court. A culinary force that has lit the torch of American prosperity for over half a century. And recent award winners of the Five Diamond Award for Excellence in Flavor and a best-in-class interior from the North American Sandwich and Liver Association. Go deep and fit your mouth around this massive, salty, and sweet flavor bomb. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You feeling jelly? Whoa! <laughs> All right. Thank you, Booster. You know, that's why they pay us the big bucks, folks. That's why uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, yeah. they pay us the big That was a big get to... over here at Underground STL. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so crunchy or creamy? Ooh, Ooh. I'm, I'm creamy all the way. I don't, I don't like nuts in my mouth. That's just me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but you're not gonna fit your either, mouth around. Either way, either way, you're it's either creamy in your mouth or nuts in your mouth, so it don't really matter. So yeah, that's yeah, a good point. yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, no, guys. Hey, make sure if you're not already subscribed to us over on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, if you like our show, invite your friends to follow us. You can also catch us on Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts Beyond FM as well and you can always check out our website at undergroundstl.com for exclusive content because after all we go deep you know in the comments section we got a lot of people saying creamy peanut butter they're all for the creamy they don't like the nuts uh, they don't in like the, the peanut butter man. in sand or the peanut butter and jelly sandwich context i think i agree but in general mm. like i i do prefer crunchy peanut butter okay. i'm gonna go throw that out there. okay all right so guys uh st louis music park just released its concert uh, list starting later this summer. Now, St. Louis Music Park, it's a 4,500-seat multi-purpose outdoor concert venue located at the Centene Community Ice Center where the Blues practice. Uh, and uh, it's located in Maryland Heights, Missouri. It's right by, real close to Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And uh, so they were supposed to debut last year, but COVID-19 kind of kicked them square in the crotch like they did everybody. Mm-hmm. But they had acts booked like Kesha, Big Frida, uh, Primus, Goo Goo Dolls, Steve Miller Band, Wilco, Judas Priest, and more, but they all got canceled. So, And you only uh, messed one of those up. Yeah. Primus. What did I mess up? Primus? Primus. Ah, yeah. screw it. Yeah, Primus. Yeah, Primus. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I, man, I never heard of that. <laughs> man, Primus, they're good. Well, I, we can I, tell I who's not a fan of uh, Primus <laughs> over here. So, yeah, they just released their lineup starting August 3rd. And here's my question. This this venue is right across from Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. You know, the place that changes its name like 50 times, you know. Whoever has the most money. Right, exactly. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be peanut butter and jelly because <laughs> Amphitheater next time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so anyway... The uh, the St. Louis Music Park is opened up across from Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, real close to it, and not too far from the pageant. Do you think that this is going to hurt? This music venue is going to hurt the pageant's business, and it's going to hurt Hollywood Casino's business? T-Bone, as somebody in the music industry, what do you think? I don't think they're close enough location-wise, necessarily, if you're talking about the city, but, eh, you know, I think there's a piece of a pie for everybody, you know, Um naturally Live Nation is going to have more money to throw at artists to play St. Louis Music Park mm-hmm. other than the rather than the pageant but the pageant also picks up a lot of more of the indie bands that would not play St. Louis Music Park if, I got if you. that makes sense yes yeah I think and I think also it's like and then you, also down the street now you you have the factory which is a little smaller but still drawing those types of bands too so, so do you think that all these music venues, they have their own sort of band that they have play there, their their own artist, you know, maybe not necessarily like mainstream, mainstream, you know, for, for St. Louis Music Park, that's going to, that's, it, it's going to, they all have their own crowds that they're going to attract. They're not really all competing with one another. They're competing, you know, for the, for the, your entertainment dollars, but um, I don't think it's just. I think it's good overall for St. Louis because now you're going to have a different variety of of shows from different levels of music acts, if that makes gotcha. sense. Gotcha. Instead of having like a lot of bands jumping on like a big tour, like a, a festival that's not going to be at St. Louis, 
where they can have their own smaller tour and play like a 1500 seater mm-hmm. versus a 4500 seater that they're not going to sell out things like that so, yeah yeah it, what's crazy is the pageant has it's it's uh it can seat up to i think or not not seat up but you know have it yeah. uh, about 2300 people i read online you know so a little over 2000 and then uh hollywood casino amphitheater i think it's like over 20 yeah 20,000 so yeah and they, well, they that's draw why the, they put the music park in for acts that can't sell that many that tickets can't draw yeah but they could probably sell more than like places like the pageant yeah so they could type they could oh, fill yeah. a 4500 so so you don't think that this is going to hurt business as far as like the pageant or hollywood casino it might draw like i mean if you have like a couple of acts going at the same night but really it's it's the type of maybe okay it all depends on who's playing when, but I think you're now St. Louis is going to get every act coming through because they've got so many choices. Gotcha. I uh, know. I kind of also look at it as like, I mean, like what you were kind of saying, uh, T-Bone, it's like a lot of those places, they only have so many people at capacity that they can actually fit. So mm-hmm. you're not going to get, I mean, like for lack of a better example right now, ACDC would never play at the pageant. It's too no. small for them. Like, I mean, they're used to playing like whole like football arenas. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think... I. Like T Bone said, like there's a, I think there's enough acts that people will like come yeah. together, and you might you might see maybe like a few more bands who like don't join like you know Point Fest or something like that. Exactly. You know there won't be like you know thirty bands underneath you know the big ticket one that everyone came to see. Like they, Avenged you know, Sevenfold will have like fifteen bands playing on the same day. Well, gotcha. I th- and I think a lot of them will start looking more at St. Louis instead of just going to Kansas City or Memphis and just skipping over yeah. St. Louis. You know because now they have uh, more choices. If that makes sense. Yeah, so let's let's go through a list of these bands here. I'm not going to go through the whole lineup, but I highlighted some that I think that you guys would um, that you, that you guys would recognize. So the first show is going to be Blackberry Smoke with the Almond Betts Band and the awesome Wild band. Feathers, awesome band. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Jason Mraz with Southern Avenue, uh, The Urge, Steve Ewing's band uh, with Soul Asylum and Local H. Local H, yep, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and Juliana Hatfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Rise Against. They're coming, flogging Molly with the Violent Femmes, uh, Coheed and Cambria and the Used, uh, Three Doors Down, Judas Priest, Machine Gun Kelly is coming, uh, and uh, Alice Cooper. I mean, those are just some Faith some no names. More. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those names they're they're older bands that they already have their following established. It's not like they're gonna. It's not like a lot of them aren't coming out with new stuff or maybe i don't know at least well at i mean that's what i think you also got judas priest who like you know god bless him like rob halford had to have like vocal surgery or something okay. like that like five years back or something like that so, right i mean i don't know how like you know what i mean like they're they're getting older like people like you know want to see like their last show or whatever like if it's a you know the end tour or whatever but i mean i don't know yeah i think uh i know like, no like acdc isn't gonna have the same kind of performance like today that they right. were like 30 years ago i read a comment on facebook and one guy said oh these are a bunch of washed up bands that are playing but there is a market for them and like you were saying t-bone yeah. they're, they're probably not going to sell out hollywood casino amphitheater but a 4500 you know person venue definitely sell out make some money come on in even if they sell 3000 of the 4500 it's still a success right you know so right yeah so i i think uh i think yeah like i mean i'd be i'd be excited to see it i'd be excited to see rise Alice cooper and Michigan, Kelly. Alice Alice cooper's cooper, still cooper, playing yeah. man oh dude yeah he gave up on the focus no. on the restaurant with the foot long hot dogs or whatever no 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 he, here's here's what he does he comes in he goes golfing and then alice cooper's rocking out that night alice <laughs> but alice have you, have you ever seen like an alice cooper show and i've and i've seen a couple of them alice cooper it's the same it's the same thing but everybody loves it you know what you're getting oh, yeah. with him he's not doing anything you know over the top or anything like that like you, you know what i'm saying there's yeah well so, and now it's it's basically him standing there in a stage crew running a lot of theatrics exactly and that's yeah. that's exactly it but his 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 guitarist and anybody look this up oh, i mean she, she is the bomb.com nita strauss look up she can shred and she is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. holy crap but it, yeah that's I'm I'm an Alice Cooper fan, but yeah. I'm also a Nita Strauss fan. Not not, like, not to take away from them, but it's like kind of like uh, to uh, what I was saying about like uh, how like some acts are like kind of like getting older, and you know the performance isn't quite there anymore. Uh, I still remember uh, I forget what it was like the Super Bowl or something like that when uh, uh, Guns N' Roses was doing it, mm-hmm. and they had Axl Rose 
like run out from the very back of the stage all the way to like that little pathway that the singers have that they can go all the way out and do like those cool shots, you know, mm-hmm. with like Steve Perry or whatever. Um, I know Steve Perry never played for Guns N' Roses, but anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yeah, are you I, I, I forgot the uh, slash. There we go. Um, or Buckethead. Uh, he runs out to all the way to the end of the stage, and he's so out of breath <laughs> that he literally can't sit, start singing Welcome to the Jungle. Like, so they're going, Welcome to the Yeah. It was the funniest fucking thing I ever saw. Well, guys, if you want, uh, the first show, I believe, is August 3rd. They have their lineup on their website, St. Louis uh, Music Park, and uh, they, they're they're announcing other shows, so they got other shows coming up, but they got this lineup going from beginning of August all the way to beginning of October, so get your tickets now. Check out uh, check out any bands that are, that are going to be on there, so um, yeah. So one of our featured songs tonight is Control Me by Outrun the Fall. They will be performing at Beyond FM's Birthday Bash at Red Flag, July 17th. Stick around, guys. More Underground coming up next with T-Bone here from Beyond FM. We will be discussing restaurant chains that are possibly disappearing from St. Louis. You guys will have a lot of opinions on that. But for now, here is Outrun the Fall.
July 17th at Red Flag. Tower 74 and Beyond FM present the Beyond FM Birthday Bash. Starring Animical Drive. Tickets on sale now for $15. Get $5 off checkout when you use promo code BEYONDFM. Get your tickets now at Tower74Concerts.com. This is Beyond FM Birthday Bash, July 17th the Red Flag. Brought to you by Beyond FM and Tower 74. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, so let's get into this. Wait a minute. How about that guy's voice that was just on? Oh, mm, yes. Sexy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> T-Bone, you got it, man. Yeah. You got that sexy voice. That is why you are yeah. in radio. I, I, I really want to dive deep into this because we have a whole bunch of restaurant chains possibly disappearing across St. Louis. And these aren't just, th- this is across the whole country too. These aren't just St. Louis chains, but these are chains that I know everybody will have an opinion about. So this is from reference.com where they talk about 53 restaurant chains that are on the brink of collapse across the country. So here are some in St. Louis, and I want to hear from you guys if you are surprised or not that these businesses are closing. Okay, so these aren't like mom and pop. These are actual chains. But I just want to, because I know I eat out a lot. Booster eats out a lot. T-Bone, you eat out a lot. There you go. All right, so the first one on the list is Applebee's. So, yeah. Applebee's. They opened their doors for the first time in 1980. Uh, it was welcomed by with open arms by diners everywhere. I remember my grandparents used to go to Applebee's all the time. But over time, the restaurant chain has been has seen sales decline and not really pick back up. So far, Applebee's has closed more than 120 of its locations down to approximately 1,200 locations across the country. And it was declining before COVID, I believe. Yeah, yeah. It, was. it was. It was. All right. So are we surprised that Applebee's is declining? Not really. No. Guys, make sure you comment down below. Tell us your opinion. No? I mean, I'm not surprised. I kind of look at it as like one of those convenient restaurants, like kind of, you know, yeah. like in the same vein as like an O'Charlie's. If you're going, yeah, if you're going like and you want to like go out to a, a quote unquote bar or whatever, but you have your kids with you. So you go to Applebee's, you know, or, right. or something yeah. like that. That way you can take your kids. And they can get but some you really, tater But you truly want to go to the corner bar and get like real food. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, Applebee's, you know, it. We've had a lot of times there. We've had, had we've yeah. had a lot of times there because it was like oh when you're in like high school age and this yeah. and that and it's you cheap want to go enough out. you know it's cheap enough and I used to I used to like it but I used to get some dishes there and then all of a sudden it just all started going downhill it, it really did there was know. a point where it was it was I mean it was like decent food it wasn't like amazing like no right. one was writing you know Michelin or a Michelin star guide about it but. Uh, I don't know what happened. It, it legitimately did go down. Like something. Like I don't know when it was. Their wings like, are terrible. Now. When they started offering like riblets, you know. Yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of when the decline started. Their wings are <laughs> terrible. Their breadsticks are fucking are just. Mm. Oh, they're not even breadsticks. They're like cardboard. They have like Asian wontons. Or, I don't know. The you the pick two menu deal. The the bundling of yeah, the like meal. The two for twenty or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. We like got. That, I mean, that's like a smart sales decision, but it's like you have to have. The two for twenty—that was the best date idea yeah. ever. Yeah, for for a young kid like myself mm-hmm. back in the day. Like, yeah, uh, we got we got Hannah down below saying, "No, I love Applebee's." Uh, we got Richard saying, "No, Applebee's Applebee's has been meh." So I'm mm-hmm. guessing he it Rich is, is not a big I like Rich. fan of uh, of Applebee's. But yeah, I mean a- Applebee's. I'm not surprised there, and uh, yeah, 
It's just, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't even, it's not even like a neighborhood place anymore. It's just. It's really not. No. I mean, it you look used at Applebee's to be, as like a chain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eh, oh, well. All right. So Applebee's is on the list. Uh, so we're not surprised there that it's closing. The next place on the list is Bar Louie. So Bar Louie was well-known spot for happy hour drinks and food. However, the restaurant chain has seen better days as it has gone on to into uh, substantial debt and has had to close several locations because they expanded too fast at the height of their success. There were 134 Bar Louie locations across 26 states. They filed for bankruptcy because their growth was too fast and sales took a dive. They're currently sitting on over $100 million in debt. They only have 75, nine, or 79 locations Remaining. Ugh. I don't even think I've been there. Really? You never been to a bar, Louis? No. I've been to one. Bo- or I've been to a one. The Booster, one at, uh, you... the one at Kirkwood. I yeah, the one in Kirkwood. Yeah, down by the train station. You know, I like it. I'm oh, actually kind of surprised. Have, it I have. I oh, have yeah? been there before. Okay, cool. And it wasn't that great. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I see why they're closing. <laughs> I know. I was like, I was kind of gonna me- uh, mention it before you started saying it, Sam. It's like, yeah, they they expanded really fast. Like all of a sudden, like I thought there were like honestly like two locations. Uh, Kirkwood and someplace else, uh, Ledoux or whatever. But then they had like I don't know, like five, right? Something like that. They did. I don't know. It was just it was just too much, too fast, and then it's like there's I there's mean, one up in St. Charles, there's one in Kirkwood, it's like and there, there's one food, down right? in the Central West End if it's still there. Um, it's decent bar food, but it's outrageous with the prices. Yeah, I've never understood like oh my god, like it's the they need they need a two for twenty deal. Yeah, yeah, they, they really, That's they really did. Wrong. Yeah, they, it was trying to be here. Here's what it was. It was like Applebee's, but it was trying to be like this very sophisticated. We're going to go in there business type, like all that kind of stuff. And they were trying to charge out the wazoo for it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's just not. I never I never thought it was like out. out the I wazoo remember this. Food. We went there one night and you figured something really easy. We got the mac and cheese. It was the worst mac and cheese I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, you can't really screw that up. No. It's kind of like one of the easiest. Yeah. How do you how do you make. screw up mac and cheese? I don't know. Honestly, literally like ten year olds with packing instructions. Unless you're can like, make it better than they just did. Unless you're just stupid. I think I just like, had a you know like if it's your first time making anything. We got somebody saying down in the comments. My brother was a chef for a while. At the one in the Central West End. Uh, it wasn't the Central West End one that you went to that screwed up the mac and cheese, no, was it? it? Was, oh, okay. It was Kirkwood. All right, because it might have been her. Uh, might have been her brother there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow, way to call him out, Sam. <laughs> Might have been her brother. Uh, we got Rich down in the comments saying, damn, not Bar Louie, no. So I guess. I mean, I, there's yeah. a following. A lot of people like going there. I'm not We're surprised because it's shit about I'm it. I'm not surprised because it's overpriced, and I think it's trying to be something that it's not. $15 for a burger is probably too much yes. if it's just a regular yeah. ass and burger. And it's not, I mean, come on. Like, you'd want... You'd want a good burger if yeah. you're if you're and the actual the, cost for that is just ground beef. Yeah. Typically. And like if you're, well, not, if beef you're doing is, like beef is going eighty twenty split I mean it is, but if you're doing like an eighty twenty split, I mean ground beef is still like the one of the cheapest iterations of it. Right. So it's not like you're you know I mean if you're paying for ribeye burger meat, like I mean you're an idiot. Okay, so, so. this this is one place. Uh Hula <laughs> Hands. Hula Hands is the next place. Uh, Hula Hands was also a happy hour go-to spot for years to chain stock success among its loyal customers, but that declined eventually. The former owner of Hula Hands, HRI Holding Corporation, filed for bankruptcy in 2019. At that same time, the company accepted an offer to be bought out by Landry's for nearly the amount of their debt, $40 million. Hula Hands used to have 84 locations. It now has just 47 I have never been to a Hula Hands. Yeah, me neither. You've never been to a Hula Hands? Mm-hmm. I know that there's one on Brentwood. We're striking out, man. In Brentwood I, and, never and Hanley. There never been there? Okay, does that surprise you? 84 locations down to 47. Had $40 million in debt. Does that surprise you if that chain goes down? No. No, doesn't surprise me either. That kind of sounds like a like a Bennigan's level of market penetration. Bennigan's. So I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's from it's waiting. Everyone hospital knows food. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, this is this is one restaurant that we have all been to. I know we've all been there. (laughs) I know we've all been here. Hooters. Yes. It is not a huge surprise that the chain has seen better days in the age of female empowerment. The tiny outfits do nothing to help their cause. Well, helps me just fine. Hooters has experienced a slow and steady decline over the last decade. They have closed more than seven percent of their locations and therefore lost millions of dollars in earnings. In an attempt to keep up with the times, the chain changed some of their locations to hoots. Where the waitresses are more conservatively <laughs> dressed. Hoots. Where are we going tonight, guys? We're going to go down to Hoots. Uh, <laughs> oh, that place is a hoot. <laughs> All right. Does that surprise you that Hooters is closing? 
Do they no, have a kids it, menu at no. Hoots? Because uh, <laughs> I've always looked at Hooters as not a good restaurant, but a novelty restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that says they go to Hooters for the wings that love they love the wings is I used to love the wings in the nineties. Really? Yeah, in the nineties, they had good wings. They, they, they had good they, wings yeah. at one point. I don't like them. I don't like them anymore. Hooter, Hooters wings. No, they no, suck. no, no, no. They're yeah, terrible now. It's it's yeah. horrible, and it, it's just a novelty store. And I feel like every everybody, whether directly or indirectly, is doing the skimpy outfits, girls yeah. in skimpy outfits now. Anywhere you go, and if you've I seen mean, one orange ass, you've seen them all. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's. That's true. You know, I you I, know, I also I mean, this is kind of weird. I also like the the tights they have to wear. Is it just like so off putting like the the skin tone difference? Yeah, because it's the, they're like pale like, in the arms and then they're like, and then they're yeah, tan they're, as hell, you know, down below. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> well, and then I feel like they uh, I always remember that King of the Hill episode with uh, Dale Gribble where he tries to, uh, you know, get a job at, like, Hooters and, and, because he wants to sue him for sexual discrimination, and they give him the job anyway. <laughs> and I feel like nowadays you just have people there working like that. Like, you know, they'll, they'll, I mean, honestly, they'll hire anybody. It's it's just, mm. I think, yeah, in the 90s, early 2000s, it was the place to be, and now it's just become, it's just become a novelty. And it was a pristine place for a, a really attractive woman to work at because they could make, I mean, a ton right. of money, right. you know, uh, competing for this. The, the calendars and all that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, also, nowadays, like Hot Shots, like Hot Shots yeah. in St. Louis, you have you have Hot Shots is kind of doing that. Uh, Show Me's was doing that yeah. for the longest time. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's not it's nothing new. I mean, not to mention, I mean, like, I mean, th- this might be kind of a weird factor, but it's like if you think about it, like because they're so explicit about like you know their waitresses and mm-hmm. like what they have to wear and kind of you know the sexualizing of the waitstaff. Uh, it actually, I think it actually makes it a little bit safer for them. Uh, like whereas like maybe like a less well known bar I don't know like t- uh, bar place like Tilt a Kilt yeah. you know yeah. I mean they might they speaking might be that, more inclined to be like speaking of that booster like Ryan that. Ryan down below says Twin Peaks are giving them a run for their money that's true too Twin Peaks is another you know go to place uh, and uh, we have we have handed down the comments saying those are super inflatable dot 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 the tights. Uh, they can't stand too close to the ovens. So yeah, I mean, you just you just have like tilted kilt. Uh, uh, you have you, you, you have know tilted kilt, stand, Twin Peaks, some sort hot of shots cook to stand in front of the ovens. They have to make the girls do it. <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, look pretty, smile, and uh, stand in front of this four hundred and eighty degree oven. We have we have <laughs> we have somebody on YouTube, Sam on YouTube, saying, "Oh, the mammaries." About <laughs> Hooters. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, All right. Go. So uh, moving on. Papa John's is the next chain on the list. Uh, Papa John's Pizza has suffered Papa, a big hit to its brand as a result of the controversy surrounding its founder, John Shatner. In 2018, Shatner He's blamed <laughs> Shatner blamed NFL players and their protesting of the national anthem as a reason for lower than usual pizza sales. As a result, the NFL and Papa John's went their separate ways, having the chain feel the pain of losing a major sponsorship. The chain still has more than 3,000 locations nationwide, but it looks like that is going to change um i think there's a lot more to it than nfl just pulling out i've i've had bad service at papa john's multiple times that's not even a go-to spot for me yeah that's so that's probably one of my bottom pizzas to eat anyway yeah i mean i'll be honest with you like i mean if you think about it like those sorts of like chain restaurants they kind of always experience that kind of turnover and that like they're always kind of like closing here and opening new here so it's i mean for them it's kind of like cost of doing business we yeah. have 3000 locations i mean you're not really <laughs> like oh no where will i get papa john's now <laughs> we got we got rich down in the comments oh, on heavens, facebook heavens no please <laughs> rich down in the comments on facebook says their pizza sucks that's why they are failing uh somebody let says me, i prefer domino's anyway i mean yeah oh man i let me give hard you a real, disagree there real domino's quick story not, i'm going to give you a real quick okay, story right. about papa john's <clears throat> I used to work for a uh, a, re- um, a POS company that repaired POS systems, right? And uh, we they launched this Papa John's thing where they were going to upgrade all their POS systems in all of their stores, okay? Okay. I was new and green or whatever, and uh, the contact uh, was a John somebody, and so I had to – I was trying to get a hold of him to – get the install done and it was actually it was actually john shatner yeah really yeah and i got my ass chewed really wow like you do not call john shatner he took a shot on you (laughs) wow yeah 
That's that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, you, don't you think like as an owner of a giant chain, you'd be like, hey, look, man, I understand. Like, this is the thing. Like, don't call me. But no, you just got to be a dick. Yeah. I it just uh, we and I think I think Ryan here down in the comments on Facebook said it best. He said Papa John's was huge in the early 2000s, but nowadays other pizza places are stepping their game up. That is absolutely true. And you're you're well, getting especially a, locally. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah that's what of, I was. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Especially, especially here. I just had I just had uh, Dewey's the other night, and Dewey's I know they got a few locations here and uh, locations other places. Uh, but Dewey's was was amazing. Locally, we go to Pizza Tavoli a lot. You know, for for pizza, they they just had this pizza place open on the hill, Pizzeria da Gloria. That's amazing. I I mean, yeah. So why would you want to get Papa John's? Well, fucking even Quick Trip has better pizza than Papa John's. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. and how easy is it to get a pizza from Quick Trip? And it's a lot cheaper. Well, and I mean, you get DiGiorno isn't, at freaking Schnucks and you pop it in for a little bit. I, I it's just isn't it? Isn't it kind of with them? It's like it's more about like the individual promotions that they're doing rather than like how good the actual pizza is. It's, it's the like, Geico of pizza. How places. much? How much could you possibly? Yeah, like what GM can you like gross margin can you swallow on this pizza in order to sell like three in one order? Yeah, exactly. You know, because like people are getting together for I don't know like UFC fight night or yeah. uh, pff, you know tobogganing or you know. <laughs> Dressage, whatever, whatever people are getting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Mom, uh, shut up. Tobogganing is on. We got we got two more places. Uh, the one on the list is Steak and Shake. This does not surprise me at all. They're the oldest restaurant chain on this list. Uh, Without question, uh, the chain has been around since 1934 and has maintained its 24-7 model ever since. They expanded from the United States to the Middle East and Europe as well. Uh, But over the last few years, they've been closing spots down in order uh, to stay afloat. And they're in the middle of like rebranding. They've closed more than 100 restaurants as they go through their rebranding. This doesn't surprise me at all. Multiple locations. The people that work there don't give a rat's furry ass about that job. You see it then, how the place looks, the attitude. You see stuff on the floor. I know like in St. Louis, there was uh, something posted about the, uh, it was like a steak and shake near Florissant or in Florissant or something like that, mm-hmm. and somebody posted a picture, and it was just a total mess. <laughs> I think what killed them was their 24-7 business model. I really yeah. I really do. Because you're you're asking for, you get all the drunks coming in, the people that are working there, they don't care. Drunks, you're not going to fight Waffle House. Exactly. It's, it's, it just, I hate it. I, I really do. Steak and Shake has gone downhill. The quality of food is not there. Also, they anymore. don't, <clears throat> if you've noticed, if you haven't been there in a while, but if you've been there lately, they don't really do smash burgers anymore where it's crispy on the outside of the, of the patty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that's killed it too. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's not It's not good quality. I'll tell you what's really good quality. Like the smash burger is kind of similar. It's Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Freddy's is amazing with mm-hmm. their burgers. They just opened up one on Limburg. And there, you know, there's been a tons in like O'Fallon, St. Peter's area that I've gone to. Uh, that's better. Way better service that you get there. But guess what? They're not open 24-7, so they're not dealing with the bullshit, this and that, and people True. people feel appreciated. So, yeah, Steak and Shake does not surprise me. Uh, no, I, I love Steak and Shake. Like, honestly, like, that was kind I of like to love my, steak and shake. my family's go-to fast food restaurant was Steak and Shake. So, it's like I grew up with it a lot. Mm-hmm. To this day, I know my mom and dad's orders down to, like, the last detail because I've seen them do it so right. often. Uh, and I don't know. Like, uh, three ninety nine, the number 14 with everything. I get lettuce, tomato, onion, ketchup, mustard, uh, like it's a good deal, honestly. Like I really love steak and shake, and the fact that it's going away is honestly it breaks my heart a little bit because it's like that was like the flavor of my childhood. Yeah, they did it. They did it to themselves. We got somebody down in the comments saying, "I miss steak and shake. Not a great experience, but very nostalgic for me. So many great memories. I think, yeah, I don't miss the food anymore. Yeah. I miss what it what it used to be, but." Since I've had it, I literally what it is now one of the last it. three times I went there. The last two times I went there, I had like good service and like good food. But then there was this one time I ordered for like the whole family, and to dead dead ass honesty, they gave me a uh, like two of the burgers were wrong. One just like was missing an ingredient. The other one literally was just two patties and bun. And they don't, like they literally they don't didn't even try to put ingredients on. They it. don't care. Like, Fuck it. They don't care. Go. And when, when you have it, when you have and you sit and in I came line. back I came back and asked them to remake it and to give me a refund because I was like I like I had to come back and like right. cuz I had to drive all the way home and then come all the way back for it and like the manager like kind of was like 
okay, and then right. turns around and like verbally admonishes, like you got to make sure you put the toppings on. Like, is that really the way you want to do it? Just yelling out over the whole. Well, they, again, like, again, they don't. Again, they don't care. And then all of a sudden, that story is going to spread and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You you wait in line that freaking long, kinda, and then they kind of looked they, at me like I was a Karen. They too, f up. They f up that order. They f it up after you're waiting that long. It's like yeah. I, it's stupid. It's stupid. All right, last one on the list is TGI Fridays. One yeah, of the most surprised. popular restaurant chains around. TGI Fridays is also not doing well. They saw a major loss in revenue in 2019, closed many of their locations across the country. They have also seen an 11.3% decrease in sales and a 9.1% decrease in patron traffic. TGI Fridays merged with Allegro Merger Corp in order to find a way to be more profitable. As of now, the chain has 831 locations around the world, 385 are in the United States. Um, Isn't like their biggest money maker like the ribs or something like that, like the yeah. Budweiser sauce ribs, yeah, something like that. And even though I don't, I don't, I don't find the ribs to be phenomenal. They're, I don't really, they're good. I don't really care for but them. But I'm not, I'm not I'm raving like, about it. T-Bone, when's the last time you've been to a Fridays? <laughs> many, many moons. It's the really? same thing. It's the same thing as like a Chili's or an Applebee's, though. Yeah. You go there for the deal. Yeah, you go there for much. Friday nights at TGI Fridays. We're knocking like five dollars off your bill, no matter well, what. Most, most of these places are. I mean, like you said, it's if you get the two for twenty, then it's a date place, like yeah. first date. You yeah, because that way uh, I'm not spending a whole lot of money on right. you if it's over our first date. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you really got to. Yeah, it could not work out. You know? Yeah, <laughs> or it could not work out because you're taking her to those cheap places. You know, well, one, thing, like, one yeah. thing I want to mention to everybody, since uh, <clears throat> we'll we'll say uh, I do manage a restaurant, and um, you better get used to short staffed. So you're going to be waiting in longer lines, this and that, or new employees with short staff, and it's it's sucks. Yeah. Yeah, we got Ryan down in the comments saying TGI Friday's prices were high for the quality of food. Portions yeah. were good. Food wasn't the best quality. I was never blown away by TGI Friday's. Texas Roadhouse and TGI Friday's, Man. I feel like, kind of get lumped into the same category of restaurant. Yeah. It's like you only go there if it's the only thing. <laughs> well, and, and here's and here's the thing. like the, I'm not going to say which TGI Friday's it is, mm. but the last TGI Friday's that I went to. Lindbergh. I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, too late. Uh, I'm just saying. I wasn't going to do that, but you got outed by T-Bone there. (laughs) Allegedly, allegedly, I know for a fact, there are a whole bunch of fucking employees in the bathroom doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I know? Because they asked me if I wanted to do a bump, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh man, off the bathroom!" Like you know, like in the ah, oh, God, oh, like, all part of the service here yeah. at TGI. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I'll take the burger, some fries, and a bump. That was a couple years ago. I won't say which one it was. However, it, like when you when you get when you get people like that. You know what I'm saying? Working there, that again, that just and and the service wasn't that yeah. good either. That just don't give a fuck. It should have been better if they were all right, high right, on coke. Right. <laughs> I still didn't get my food fast enough. Like, it was still like, yeah. It's oh, like, here we go, Mr. Canzero. Here it is. How do you know my name? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, yeah. like yeah, just gosh. Yeah. You know what restaurant chain I miss though? Ruby Tuesday. I have a yeah. lot of good references. That was on the list too. Memories. I didn't. I, I didn't put that on. That's yeah. on the list too. That's oh, that's man. in danger of closing. And that's yeah, sad. absolutely. So anyway, uh, guys, I you know somebody with all these restaurants closing, somebody's gonna have to step up and grab the big seat and wear the crown. Which brings us to our next featured song tonight, and that is "Crowned" by Etched in Embers. This band will be uh, is actually slowly becoming my favorite band, honestly. It, they they are they are phenomenal. So, guys, we have more underground coming up. Stay tuned. But for now, here is Etched in Embers. Try 
That was Etched in Embers. Guys, if you know any bands out there. Any of them. Uh, I know any, a anything, couple. You, well, T-Bone knows a couple. T-Bone's definitely. But, yeah, guys, if you know any bands out there that, uh, that, that are local, musicians, artists, whatever, send them our way. Send them T-Bone's way. We'll feature them on Underground St. Louis. T-Bone can feature them on Beyond FM. We like to promote local stuff. That is how they're going to get from the bottom of the barrel to the top. Uh, but yeah, no, T-Bone, thanks for coming on tonight, man. No uh, is there Love anything it. going on within the local music scene that everybody should be listening to and checking out? Well, everything, really. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> just download our app and just listen. Yeah. And all you you're all local music. Yeah. You're all local St. Louis music. So yeah. I uh, mean, we, we stretch out to, you know, St. Joe and Joplin and, right. and, and things like that. But right. it's... Generally, St. Louis. Yeah. Within the vicinity yeah. and stuff. Okay. Uh, and what what is that? Beyond FM 24-7, right? Beyond FM 24-7. You can get it on Android and iOS, and it's totally free. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, I have it on my phone. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it sometimes. I'll pull. I'll plug it on, like especially like if we're trying to find new artists for the show, like to feature on. I'll go. I'll go to. Uh, I'll go to the app, and I'll just be like, oh, you know, I really like this. I really like that. Uh, yeah, I just I just listened to one band, uh, Nick Bafano and the Innocents, mm-hmm. and I saw and I was like, this this is great sound and great music videos. And, and they're from this, Alton. Yeah, I, I hit him up and I was like, hey man, hi. And, he's, and I think I kind of scared him. <laughs> but, <laughs> Who's this over friendly motherfucker? Right, exactly. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are a handsome band. But yeah, no. Uh, and you guys got your uh, birthday bash show coming up, right? Yep, July seventeenth at Red Flag. There uh, you tickets go. are fifteen dollars. You can get. Five dollars off by using Beyond FM uh, on the promo code at the end. Uh, you can go to Tower74Concerts.com and get tickets. And the show features Inimical Drive, Outrun the Fall, and Inner Outlines. Great bands, and uh, it should be a good time. And I know you guys are going to be there. So we are, we are going to be there absolutely. Yeah, uh, Tebow and I were actually hanging out at Red Flag this past weekend. Mm-hmm. We had a pretty good time. Uh yeah, Red Flag. If you guys haven't been to Red Flag, you need to go to Red Flag. I do. Year. It is. Yeah, I would have cool gone. Bo- yeah, Booster was caught caught at uh, work, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Red Flag is cool as hell. It it really is. It's a it's a beautiful venue, all that kind of stuff. Um, I was like because I love Diamond so much, and so I was like, so I hold Diamond Music Hall out in St. Peter's like on such a high pedestal because I love their layout as well. But I'm and I'm thinking, okay, like I'm comparing this to Diamond once I go there. But I mean, on the same level, seriously, like just like the looks and you know the you know how cool yeah, it, it is it, and all it, that kind of stuff. So he did a good job. Yeah, it's unique too. It's yeah. not just a normal. Oh, okay. There's a stage and mm-hmm. there's a bar. Definitely cool. I've, I've, music, been to pla- I've been to places like that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's <laughs> they definitely. Have, they have the Jägermeister thing behind the bar. That's like the the slushy machine of <laughs> yeah. of Jägermeister, and you're like, just pouring this everything. is a shithole. Found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that is the canary in the coal mine right there. Well, T Bone, thanks for coming on, man. Seriously, love to have you guys. Check out Beyond FM. Download the app Beyond FM twenty four seven. Thank you for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. We go live every Wednesday night at seven. On Facebook and YouTube, spread the word, okay? Invite your friends to like us. Tell people about us. Share us on your page. We do this for you guys. We do this for St. Louis. We do this for the fans. This is Underground St. Louis signing off. And as always, we We go go deep. deep. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you tell your friends. Tune in. We'll see you there.